This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who is ready to burst like a nuke in a mountain, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I have a little Mike November in me. I enjoy grabbing a drink while my friends are being interrogated. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and order That's one. Right. I, I, and I will always be closing, even with a, another president, because... You know, you always need to be closing. That's right. You always need to be closing. Coffee is for closure. So that's right. Uh, if you've been listening to podcasts we started last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it. As we talk about the last four episodes of Jack Ryan on Prime Video, if you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon only content. You can support us at a three, five, ten, or twenty dollar level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. Starting with our shows a couple of, a couple of shows ago, uh, if you want to join up on our Patreon, you can get the show ad-free. So that is one of the benefits that we're now offering to all of our Patreon supporters. So if you'd like to get the show ad-free, you can go over to Patreon. And at any level, 3, 5, 10, or 20, gets you the entire show ad-free. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. And if you have time, write us a review while you're there. If you'd like to interact with the show some and give us any comments, any questions you might have, have send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com okay and let me add real quick we're actually looking for something to cover in january and february besides last of us yes so if you have any suggestions let me just preface this Justin has not watched Yellowstone, and he's no. not going to. <laughs> I'm not so going let me turn to. That but we're looking for other suggestions so if you have one send it to, send it our way yeah we'd love to hear that so all right, we are discussing the last four episodes of Jack Ryan, the third season of it. And from what we understand, this is going to the next to last season. So we've got one more season at least uh, of this show before we get into and before it wraps up in probably 2023, maybe 2024. We'll just have to wait and see. So um, real quick, we both liked the first four episodes. Uh, I kind of gave you a preview that I liked the last four a lot more. Your general thoughts coming into these last four episodes. So the last four episodes was like Game of Thrones level. Yeah, it was really, really good. I yeah. mean, it was unbelievable how much better it was. Every episode was really exciting. And I'm going to tell you something. I noticed something the last episode, and tell me if you think I'm right on this. We're never getting a Hunt for Red October remake. It's just not. No, we're not. I cannot mm. imagine they, they ever remake that movie. It would, it would be crazy. This last episode was the closest we're ever getting to that. Yeah, I would think I would I would say so as well. It, the the last four episodes and that last episode really are really just just solid, really good television. Uh, yes. And one of the things that I thought helped it out a whole lot is basically I mean, look. It was still there a little bit, uh, but getting rid of the Jack Ryan on the run plot line. Uh, yeah. I, once they kind of get that out of the way, like I said, it's still there a little bit in episode five and episode six, but it's it's completely gone by the time you get to episode seven. And I thought that just it focused the show quite a bit more. You didn't have to wonder if the, he's going to get caught. What's how that's going to play out. You didn't also, somebody we didn't talk that much about, uh, the lady who played, uh, what's her name? Uh, I can't find her. Betty Gabriel, who played Elizabeth, Wright. Yes. Uh, she did really good, and we didn't talk about her last episode. You're right. I noticed that, too. She did really well. And one of the things I liked is they you never were really sure how much on 
Jack side she actually was. Right. And when you finally see that in these in these episodes, when she finally gets fully on board with what Jack is doing, that's when her character shines just a little bit more. At least that's what I thought in my opinion anyway. I thought the same thing. I really liked the way she was not afraid of the men yeah. that, that wouldn't listen to her and just the way she maneuvered her way around and, and got more power as, as right. it went on. I, I thought she was fantastic. Did you, ever, did you watch Get Out? No, I've not seen Get Out. Okay. She's one of the stars of that. Oh, so she in that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she's she was really good. Yeah, she was she was really good. And like I said, just the I mean, look, you can tell even as these final few episodes are wrapping up, she's still about all about you know setting herself up for uh, put herself in the best position. That's yeah. still obvious, but she quickly realizes that the, she has a an arc a small it's not a huge arc but it's a small arc where she goes from just basically thinking jack ryan is an expendable piece to jack ryan can actually get me what i want and that is upward right. mobility in the cia and eventually yeah. she becomes the director as when the series when the season wraps up so yeah yeah she was fantastic uh like i said I just thought that one of the things I think that worked really well is just, get, like I said, getting rid of that, this idea of Jack on the run. Look, like I said, like I, said I, I thought it was entertaining to a certain extent, but it it hurt the show because they couldn't decide if they wanted to focus on it, and they couldn't decide if they wanted to focus on this Russia getting a nuclear bomb. And right. one of the complaints I have about this series in general this season is the whole point of like the first four episodes is finding out where this bomb is, who has this bomb because the nuclear weapon that they're supposed to be developing isn't supposed to be able to be tracked by radar. And when they finally detonate the thing, that actually has no bearing on it because it's on the back of a truck. Uh, right. So like I said, that yeah. that was always yeah, a bit was of a, a lot, red of, lot of, lot of wasted plot on that. There yeah. really was. And you know, you made a good point about the first few episodes because like, I, I don't even remember if it was the other Jack Rons, but like having a rogue agent, it's so Mission Impossible, James right. Bond, like it's overplayed. And then like th- there was even a red notice out for him. Yeah, there Thank was. you, uh, <laughs> The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ron Reynolds. I would have known what, what that. Meant. Yeah, I would have known what yeah. that was if that hadn't like, been for that movie. <laughs> it just felt like there, the, the f- first few or four episodes, there were a lot of stuff that Mission Impossible and bond have been doing a lot of the last movies of theirs and i was like why are we going down this road uh the other the only other thing i would have we didn't get enough of jack and james greer together or jack mike november together yeah uh i i would like hopefully in the next season that would be more of because uh the three of them were kind of separated now granted they were um really good in their parts like yeah, i really like uh mike november's parts with the uh, uh elena kovac i thought he was yeah he was good with her I, they kind of had a little chemistry between yeah they those did two. yeah they did and yeah. i don't know what the age difference is between those or if they were trying to set anything up i mean yeah. it seems like she's not married they don't ever mention a husband or anything yeah. like that but they don't also yeah. mention that she's not married either so right. uh it, yeah. that was kind of one of the more confusing aspects of it but you're right yeah. they do kind of there was seemed to be a little bit of a chemistry between the two of them as they were right as they were kind of wrapping but, this up but i thought what really helped this especially the Russian stuff was how good Luca and Peter were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. They, I mean, were they were, they were so good. And at one point my wife was like, Peter looks like some guy. What's that crazy Cajun guy? And I was like, James Carville. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, does. He does look a yeah, bit like James Carville. 
He kind of looks like a mix between James Carvel and that other older actor, Pete Possewaite. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I was like, God, it is. And I, I kept seeing James Carville every time you mentioned that. But, <laughs> uh-huh. but I thought, and, and Luca was really, really good too. Like having them lead like the Russian stuff really helped it because yeah. they're uh, James Cosmo as lead Luca and Peter Guinness, my one of my favorite names as Peter, <laughs> strong actors and like weren't boring because it was some material that could have been boring, but they were very good. And, and we kept learning about like, who they actually were so it, it, it was not boring like it was the first four episodes yeah the first last four episodes and like i said uh, i don't remember the first two seasons just real well i'm just like i said i just remember I over overall enjoying them but i also vaguely remember thinking that it gets better as the season goes mm-hmm. on as they start trying to like figure out their plot and figure out what they're what they're headed towards that the show seems to get better each and every single year. And yeah. I think this was the case with this one as well, as it just takes a time to, once it kind of gets past all of the CIA international espionage stuff, and you get past it and get kind of into the meat of the story. That's when it seems like these, these shows, these first three seasons kind of figured themselves out and they kind of figure out how they figure out how to work a climax and how to eventually resolve everything. And that's where this show was, I think this that was the strength of the show has been the strength yeah. of the show the first three seasons and it continues so in this last season so well the other thing I would re- I kind of remembered was never get used to the side characters because they all end up getting killed and right. that happened like episode six yeah Rami Raddick like all yeah. these people just all of a sudden started getting killed yeah and it's kind of hard to figure out which ones are the true side characters too and that's right, one thing because right. you don't really know if like you don't really know if peter's going to end up being the ultimately peter guinness is going to be the ultimate bad guy or if alexei is going to be the ultimate bad yeah. guy alexei uh, petrov it's hard to figure these things out and but they do eventually like eventually peter gets himself killed i think that was in episode seven i think if not yeah more. it was yeah his his daughter yeah his daughter is the one who ends up killing him so uh and like look it's i don't know i don't know what i'd do in that situation i don't know i mean i thought they handled it really well because i mean she doesn't kill him but she basically allows him to die basically is what it is uh because i mean basically she had been she was a puppet for her father and that was and like i said that was i don't really know how you handle that as a daughter or as a son or whatever it may be but uh that would be a very difficult thing to have to realize and learn about yourself when uh, about your father so yeah um, his whole he had never told her told her any truce yeah and like i said i mean i don't know that i think at one point they said that she was not something that they kind of planned for like he when he married his mother it was all he was all only doing it just to get inside the country and all this type of stuff and yeah. that wasn't a i don't think that was a plan for him to actually have a child and it just kind of happened and uh yeah but once it did he was going to do his best to use his best to his abilities one of the only plot lines i never really truly understood and this, this was in episode five i do believe when they are when jack has his team infiltrate uh the uranium post or whatever it is uh, the place man at time i'm gonna try to pronounce the russian name yeah, uh yeah. when they when he and the four guy the three other people go in and they infiltrate that base trying to find the uranium 
when they go in, Luca is there, and Luca is like one of the ones who's trying to get the uranium out. I, I never understood because he he didn't want this bomb to go off. He didn't want it to take place. He didn't want anything bad to happen. But he still, and I know they say that he's working on the inside, but like, shouldn't he be a little more disruptive? Because I mean, the reason right. they get this bomb off is because of Luca, and he's trying to prevent the whole thing. I never really truly understood all that. Yeah, you could. That, that's one selling point that you could you could say like what's the point if he really wanted to stop it because he could have let jack and them take everybody out yeah, and it could have been over right, right then but i guess they were still trying to put some doubt in your mind that luca was you know being a good guy i did like the uranium thing where it was going off and jack's like no this is a fake this right. isn't real right. i thought that was a really cool scene i like how they did that that's yeah, that was good. one of the strengths of a show like this especially having krasinski uh, because uh, he he's so good about of all people being so serious and right. like where you believe him. Like I, I know we talked a little bit about this last episode, but I would have ever thought you know Jim from the Office would be that good at being a leader in a right. military where you believe him and that you you know that he's he knows exactly what he's doing. He's skilled. Yes, he is. He's, he's very skilled. And I thought he did. Uh, look, this show revolves around him and, you know, good for him for really getting into this role and understanding the yeah. part so that he could pull this off. Like I said, there are some people who don't like these last two seasons because they don't they don't believe they're true to the Jack Ryan character because the Jack Ryan character is all about a guy behind a desk who kind of gets swept up into things. But I guess I don't know how you can do that every single season. Uh, if you're going to actually yeah. have – if you're going to have a – story that plays out from one season to the next to the next then if you did that in the first season you can't really do that in the second and third season so i don't have an issue with it like i said i know there are a lot of people who have read the books who haven't who have a bigger problem with that aspect of this show because they don't they've gone completely away from the whole guy in the office who just kind of gets swept up in everything but like i said I think it works well just because this shows the growth of the character. That's just made up. So. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, it would be boring if it wasn't that way. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Uh, the last two episodes are the ones I think that really set this, that really kind of get you into the show, that kind of have you completely engaged in it when it becomes apparent that everybody – understands what we're dealing with here at least on the cia side that basically russia the this rogue section of the government is trying to go to the united states into war we, we have a coup. yes we have a coup. i love the way the russians say that uh one of the things i like is one they put a president in that's actually competent which i haven't seen that in quite a while <laughs> so uh it's been a while so that was kind of nice to see that made that was probably the least believable part of this entire uh show to be yeah. perfectly honest with you uh but you know he's trying to you know he's basically telling gabriel right uh, uh i'm sorry elizabeth right G betty gabriel who plays elizabeth right he's telling her, you know i need more than just the, the word of your men on the ground and he, they're basically at a they're at a point where you have to make a decision you have to make a move where the russian ship is arming itself it's getting ready to it sends it gets one shot off and you've got Jack Ryan who understands what's going on, who understands what's at stake here and knows that if they retaliate, then this is going to be a war and it's probably going to eventually turn into World War III and basically a battle of nukes at that point. Yep. So you got these difficult these difficult decisions. This is where Captain Andrew Bennett, played by Mark uh, Menchaca, he comes back into play because we saw him yes. earlier. 
and I thought he did just a really good job of playing that stern yeah. uh, captain on a boat. You know, this yeah. is I have my marching orders, and just showing that you know military they are trained to do something every single time they are trained to we have protocols we have ways that we deal with things and he's trying to follow those protocols despite but the problem is he's got this this information coming from jack and it's making his job a lot more difficult right i thought he did a fantastic job because one he is an intimidating looking guy yeah he is he's he was he's small like, but he's just so stern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and when he he is a good chin when he yeah, was he like and the the looks he was given jack ryan were like I hate you. Right. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. I'm not getting my men killed. You know. So he was really good. And uh, as we mentioned, I was shocked when it made almost look like he wasn't going to be in it because this is a guy whose career is going a lot better right. since he's been an Ozark outsider. If you look at his IMDb, he's in a ton of stuff. My guess is he may be back for season the next season. Yeah. Him to be in this, but uh, yeah, I thought he did a fantastic job. The scenes of him and Jack, like you know, having a standoff really gave me Hunt for Red October and Crimson Tide, another mm-hmm. great submarine movie with uh, Denzel and Gene Hackman, really, really gave me some some good vibes from those movies. They, they had a very good standoff. Yeah, uh, you, this is where you're right about the whole Hunt for Red October part because this there was so much of that yeah. in, in the original Hunt for Red October with Jack Ryan's character trying to tell, I don't remember, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't remember who the guy was in charge of the, the sub, the American sub at that point, trying yeah, to okay. tell them. He's been in so many stuff, and now I can't remember his name. But uh, basically trying to tell him, you know, they're trying to defect. They're trying to defect. You've got to you got to listen to me. They are trying to defect. And Oh, Scott Glenn, wasn't he the... Maybe. Uh, but like I said, that was so... Like I said, that was very, very much in... It was very much similar to those same types of situations that they were showing in uh, Hunt for October. And it's like you said, it was... It's probably as close as we're ever going to get that. Uh, you know, we say that they remake everything nowadays. So you're right. You're right. There's no telling right. I me mean, if they remade the Karate Kid, <laughs> there's a chance yeah. they could remake Unfair that's, October. That's a good point. And uh, I didn't. I, I guess I just hadn't really looked at it. Uh, James Earl Jones played James Greer in the uh, in those movies. That's right. I've forgotten that James Greer was in those. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. seen Unfair October in forever. I uh, hadn't seen it either. Yeah, I did watch. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. I watched Crimson Tide last year. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, I need to go back and watch that. I, I haven't yeah. seen it. All right. Uh, I mentioned one thing last week that kind of bothered me. I'm, when you said you were probably going to notice it more this since you hadn't noticed it. Did the not speaking in Russian, what were your thoughts on that once, once I brought it to your attention? It, it, it did not, man. This is dad fluff TV. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. Like I said, I mean, there's a part of me that it does bother me a little bit, but the relief of not having to read the subtitles was kind of yeah. nice. So I'll, I'll be honest, in a show like this, subtitles might make me check out completely. Well, that's true. That's, that's true because with so much going on, that may be the yeah. smart decision. So, uh, But uh, lots of just really good performances. Lots of really it's – an, it's an entertaining show, like I said, and as it gets closer to yeah. the end, it becomes even more entertaining, at least not, uh, in my opinion. I think in your opinion as well. It, yeah, really yeah. Finds another, it finds another level. So, uh, It definitely set up for uh, – you know, the next season with Jack and James Greer becoming bigger involved in the CIA, getting more medals. Right. And I'll be interested if Betty Gabriel is still part of it uh, as yeah. the director of the CIA at that point. So, uh, and I hope they keep Michael Kelly coming back because he was, yeah. he, he's just fantastic. I, I yeah, enjoyed, he, really he, he, look, he doesn't have, the show isn't incredibly humorous, but he does provide right. just enough of a humorous touch to it to, to help the show along. So, 
Well, there was an article, and I don't know if it was the one I sent you. They filmed three and four together, and it mentioned Michael Kelly and, and uh, Wendell Pierce were okay. back for season four. Okay, Along with, uh, should we talk about what supposedly is coming? Sure, yeah, we can go ahead and talk about that. Go ahead. Okay, so supposedly, and it, he was supposed to uh, show up in this episode, but he didn't. Yeah, the final episode. Uh, uh, Michael Pena was supposed to play a character that's in the Jack Ryan series, Domingo Ding Chavez. Right. He was in Clear and Present Danger. Uh, he was actually played by Tuco Salamanca from uh, Better Call Saul, if any, okay. better Breaking Bad, if anyone knows him. But uh, he's supposed to come into the series and and supposed to lead to a spinoff with the the Ding Chavez series. So for some reason he was not in this. Yeah, uh, now he is he is filmed a big part, so he's going to be in season four. I also noticed that Abby Cornish, who was uh, Jack's, Jack's love yeah. girlfriend for the first season who left and we never know why yeah, we never is heard back from in, since. Is, uh, isn't supposed to be in season four too. So maybe Jack is going to settle down and get out of the CIA. Maybe that's what's going to happen at the maybe. end. Yeah. So they're supposed to be what happens in season four. So that'll be interesting. Michael yeah, Pena will, will, be a, will be a nice addition. Yeah, he will be. And like I said, I'll be interesting. I, I'm not familiar with, the, I, I've read a couple of Tom Clancy novels. None of them yeah. involve Jack Ryan. I've read a couple, but I'm not familiar with, that character so but apparently it's one of his, another kind of a staple character for him so yeah. I, I don't know anything about it look i would love for michael Payne to come in and do this because like i said i think the show could use just a little bit more humor and that's what michael yeah. Payne is so very very good at he's yes, done he's, very funny. he's done a lot of humorous things and i would really enjoy his presence in it at least i think i would so yeah uh, i'll be interested in what they do with that but yeah, he would be very good uh, at getting on Jack and James Greer's oh, nerves. Oh gosh, yes, especially James so, Greer. I could see him yeah, really yeah. getting on James Greer's nerves. Yeah, so that would uh, that would be enjoyable. Yeah, it would be, it'd be very enjoyable. So, uh, look, really good stuff. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Nina Haas real quick. I want to give her a little bit of a shout out. Uh, she had yeah, a yeah. her. She was the president of the Czech Republic. She is kind of the person in the middle of this whole thing. Uh, she's got so much. She's got think pressure coming from both sides, from both the Russian and the American sides. And that is a difficult thing to have to portray on right. screen. And I thought that she did a very good job of it. Uh, mm -hmm. She was she was impressive in her role. Uh, she showed enough vulnerability to make her uh, a sympathetic character. But she also showed enough toughness to make her believable that she could be in this role as well. So I thought her performance was really good. I agree with you. Like you said, uh, uh, very vulnerable, but you would not want to uh, mess with her. And her father did, and you saw what happened to him. Exactly. So, like I said, a lot of really good stuff. Lots of good stuff from all these folks. Uh, and, and then I would say uh, we got a Alexei Petrov played by, I guess his name is Alexei Manvilov. He yeah. was just a great bad guy he looks like a bad guy yeah oh yeah he definitely looks like a bad guy i mean he's got the he's got that look down i mean he just looks like he looks like a scumbag is what he looks like and yeah, yeah. He, he played that role very very well i mean he was i mean he tries to basically overthrow the russian government at front as the uh, minister of defense and he ends up getting himself kind of taken out pretty quickly once uh, yeah. everything kind of comes to a head. So uh, good stuff. No cool for him. That's right. <laughs> uh, like I said, good stuff all around. Uh, do we want to go ahead and do our wardrobe? Do we need anything else we need to talk about? Um, yeah, well, real quick. So okay. uh, are we happy? 
are we happy that this is ending with season four? Or would you rather have seen it keep going? Uh, I mean, there's probably only so much of this you can do. I'll just be yeah. real honest with you. So, I mean, probably season four is probably a good place to stop it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the bad guy is going to be. I mean, they've done the Middle East. They've done South America. Yeah. They've done Russia. Uh, are they going to do like a Northern Ireland plot or something like that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Got the, the Chinese. Could oh, yeah, that's true. They get, Korea. The, they get the Chinese, uh, so they could, they could definitely do that as well. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a really good question. So, Yeah, and Krasinski could always come back. Yeah, he could. So, like I said, I, look, I could... It's not definite they're going to wrap it up after four seasons, but it, yeah. it feels like that is going to end up being the case. Right. So, but... You know, I mean, John Krasinski's probably ready to get. If, the more yeah. he, of these he does, he can't. It's harder for him to focus on movies, and I think that's right. something that he definitely wants to focus on. So, hopefully, in Marvel, I hope so, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I said, I could see either way. So, okay, all right. So, do awards now. Let's do awards. So here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we do, every, whenever we wrap up a season of television show, we always do six awards based on the six characters of Friends. Uh, first is the Rachel of the show, which is the star of the show. Who is your Rachel? Uh, with, with none other than John Krasinski as Jack Ryan. I mean, it has to be him. Yeah, it has to be him. Whenever you have a show that is the name of a character, if it's not the person who plays that character, then you've probably got some issues going on with your show. So. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, I'm with you. It's got to be. Or Baby Yoda's of the show. <laughs> or, yeah, that's right. Or Baby Yoda's of the show. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. John Krasinski, he is the he is the Rachel. He's the star of the show. Uh, next is the Joey character you just enjoy a lot. Who is your Joey? My man, Wendell Pierce, is James Greer. Uh, one of my favorite scenes was where he saw Mike November uh, hitting on <laughs> Elena Kovac, and he was like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, Wendell Pierce is he's he's mine as well. Uh, but he he's just really good in this role. I mean, he he, he's just perfectly cast. I mean, it's just absolutely phenomenal casting to get him for that role. If you've never seen The Wire, you need to watch it because he is so good in The Wire. Uh, next is the Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most. Who's the Chandler? Uh, it's got to be Michael Kelly as Mike November. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he's smooth. You know the the drinking the coffee. <laughs> he kept always he he kept getting punched. Yes. Uh, you know him hitting on uh, Elena Kovac. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's he brought some humor. Yeah, they, the the scene of when he, Jack is getting chased by the CIA guys who are trying to capture him, and he's like, "You ordered." He's like, "You're early." Yeah. <laughs> that was just yeah. fantastic. It was great. Uh, next is the Phoebe, the oddball of the bunch. Who is your Phoebe? So I went with uh, Betty Gabriel as Elizabeth Wright because, you know, they kind of made it look like you never knew what she was doing until the end. So I I went with her. I thought she did a fantastic job, as we've talked about. Yeah, that's a good call. I actually ended up going with Numan Akar as Tony because I I, I forgot he was even there. I forgot he was even a part of the show. (laughs) And, like, he's just kind of in and out as quickly as he came. So uh, I'm sure he'll be in season four. I'm I'm sure. It's Tony. Tony. You got to remember Tony. Who doesn't remember Tony? uh, got old Jack's <laughs> nerves that one episode. That's right. One or two. Uh, I will say this: the one, one of the most unbelievable parts of this show. I, we should talk about in the first four episodes when they go to Tony's 
place of business to try to find Jack, and they don't yes. lift the car up to find. Uh, look, I was like, there's no way. I was like, they no would have done way. that. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, all right. Next is uh, the Monica. Just another important character uh, to the sh- to the plot line. Who is your Monica? So th- this is the only one where I went with Co. I went Co here too. James Cosmo as Luca and Peter Guinness as Peter. This is where I went with James Cosmo, and I went with him as Luca, but I went with Nina Haas as Elena Kovac. Uh, I'll put yeah, those two that, in there. Pr- that was probably the better one, but you could go with any of those yeah, three, you honestly. Yeah, you could. Yeah, and, and I should have added Elena somewhere, so you could, we could add her, too. Let's do all three of those together. All right. Uh, next is the Ross, the character you hate the most. Who's your Ross? Uh, I went with Alexei Petrov. Yes, he was fan- he was awful. I mean, he's fantastic yeah, he in what he what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but Alexei Menvalov, who played Alexei yeah. Petrov, he was just a, he was a scumbag. He was a sleazeball. He was just all those things yeah, wrapped I, up. I feel one. like we haven't seen the last of that actor in a John Wick movie or in some Liam Neeson movie. He's coming. He's he's too good. At, he's got villain just nailed. Yeah, he does. He's got villain nailed very very well. So. All right, um, that wraps up our season awards. Now we need to do our rating on our show. We have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is Game of Thrones. Just beneath the Game of Thrones is Lost. Middle of the road for us is Friends. Beneath Friends is a full house, and the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. What are you rating the entire first third season of Jack Ryan? Well, the first four episodes, I listed it as a Friends. And so did I. And- and the second half, I would almost have it near Game of Thrones. But I think overall, this is loss. I think yeah. this is a fun show. It's fluff. I could watch more seasons of this. It's just, I, I enjoy shows like this that I have no mem- very little memory <laughs> of the, the first couple of seasons, except that I know I love Jack Ryan, James Greer, and Mike November. That's, yeah. you know, that's, and they're going to be back, so I'm happy about that. But I know I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to get some good action. I'm going to get some, you know, normal CIA plot stuff. So it, it's just it's solid it's a good show that i'm glad it's coming back so I, I i think it's a loss yeah i'm right there with you it's right there at a loss i think that's kind of what that's kind of like the the steady the steadiness of this show is it's going to be yeah. lost it's going, steady yeah, steady is it's a good a, way to describe the show it's a good steady fun show you're not going look it's not going to wow you with how great it is but you yeah. will normally enjoy it whenever you sit down to finally whenever you sit down to watch it you'll you'll have fun you'll you can do four or five episodes if you want you can do two or three and then come back to it yeah so it works out really well for that in that regard so well you know we we talked i think a little about this the first first uh episode uh, first episode we talked about this but it's like i'm always excited like oh man we're getting another jack ryan it's coming out like i'm always excited but it's not like you know i don't have my succession level excitement yeah i'm always very happy when i see it like i'm ready for jack reacher to come back yeah one of the things i like about this show is i think it comes out right around christmas every single time that it's come out i feel like the same thing and it fills the void there at christmas time so they know what they're doing and amazon dad tv they know what they're doing man yeah, they really do. At least with Give this us one, Reacher. Uh, I know you've been filming it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not too terribly far away. So, but we'll have to wait and see on that. So, all right. Uh, so that wraps up our coverage of the third season of Jack Ryan. Uh, before we sign off for this episode, though, we do want to give some recommendations to our listeners. Is there anything you want to recommend to li- listeners today, Ryan? Yes, I've got uh, three. Okay. And one of them is a recommend. Be aware. Okay. So, uh, actually, two kind of are. The first, I watched The Woman King with Bala Davis, and it is 
freaking awesome. You are going to love this movie. <laughs> I, I want to watch it. It's so much fun. It is about a tribe in Africa that has uh, women who pretty much can't have children, so they don't marry, so they learn how to be great warriors, led by Vola Davis to stop some bad uh, colonization going on. So that's all you need to know, and they <laughs> kick some serious butt. It's a great, great watch. It's starting to stream, so uh, and we may be covering it. We might point be, soon, yes. So. Yeah, so definitely uh, keep it all that. Second movie is uh, my wife wanted to go see this movie for her birthday, and little did she know she was going to be crying. It is The Well, starring Brendan Fraser and Sadie Sink. It is a beautiful and heartbreaking movie. Uh, if it is, it can be times right. tough to watch, but it's worth watching. Right, I will say that uh, Brendan Fraser plays a six hundred. Uh, pound man and he shows his body in this and uh he uh his health is failing and he wants to amend with his teenage daughter played by the great sadie sink from stranger things okay, and cool. she's she is fantastic too and there are times it's a tough movie to watch but it is worth watching uh, i can see why brendan frazier is most likely going to win the oscar for this but it's it's tough at times so i want to warn warn you the last movie, uh, I see this trending on Netflix, and um, it's White Noise uh, with uh, Adam Driver, yeah. mm-hmm. and it is listed as a dark comedy, and I will warn you, it is. It's a freaking weird movie. Yeah, I've uh, heard it about a, it. It is a Don DeLillo book, which I've heard was almost impossible to turn into a movie, and Noah Bombach, uh, no, who... Ha- Known for weird movies. Yeah. So this is a good combination. There are times this is very funny. It is very interesting, the stuff that happens. But I'm going to tell you, there are times you will be saying, what the F am I watching right now? Because <laughs> yeah. there are times where it's... It, have you watched it? No, I want to watch it. I have, I've heard, okay. but I've heard a lot of... It's, it's, a, it's, it's a weird watch, I've heard. It's a weird one. But there are a couple of times in here I laughed out loud that I thought was funny uh oh don Cheadle's in this too i'm driver is really good he's probably he may be our best american actor right now to be honest but it's a i've seen it trending at number two and i if you look on the (laughs) rock tomatoes it is like 35 percent for people uh rating i can see why because this is a weird movie that not everyone's gonna like but uh the last half of the movie the last 30 minutes is really weird uh, but I, I enjoyed the first three fourths of it. It's a long one too. Another one. Uh, all right. So I've got two that I wanted to recommend. Uh, one, one is just old. You, you recommended it to me a while back. That's the nice guys. It's on, I think it's on HBO max or if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's, it's just funny. It's just a good solid movie. Uh, it's got a little bit of a mystery thing to it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I will say, be careful about watching it around your kids because there's a lot of, a lot of bare chest in this, a lot of bare chested ladies in it. So you have to be kind of careful around it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What were you talking about? The nice guys. Oh, yeah. You, now, what did you? How did you describe it? I said it's just a really good, fun movie. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Ron uh, Gosling, so funny. Yes, he is. He's he's absolutely funny, and so is uh, uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, thank you. They're both just like I just like this turn that Russell Crowe's had. I mean, he's yeah. gotten older in life. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to be a funny guy now. And I didn't really see that coming from him when he was doing yeah. all the drama stuff. 
I will say, uh, this came out like five years ago. Yeah. I was disappointed this wasn't a bigger hit because they could have made ten of these. Th- yeah, this was have. very entertaining. Yeah, it was, it's a it's a fun it's a fun movie. It's an absolutely fun movie. So I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. The other one is a streaming movie on HBO Max that came out, I guess, in March or April of this year. I just never got around to watching it. Uh, that is the movie Kimmy uh, with. Oh yeah, I've not seen this with Zoe Kravitz in it. It is yeah. really really good. It's. Uh, I mean, it's basically Zoe Kravitz just cooking for the entire time because she's on screen almost, almost a hundred percent of the time that this movie takes place. That's directed by Steven Soderbergh. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. It's yeah. just really, really good. It's not that long. It's only like an hour and a half long, so it's it's a good quick watch. Uh, but I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a really, really good movie. It may have made my okay. top ten list if I'd watched it oh, earlier wow. than i had so uh but I, oh the woman king would have made mine for sure i really yeah I, I can see that so i'm hoping i can't wait to watch that one as well so all right uh i guess that wraps oh no i got one no no those are both mine never mind uh so i guess that wraps us up for this week at least for the for the opening episode of the week so anything else you want to add before we head off appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time I would echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.